This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. This is the Ion Preps podcast, bringing you the best in prep sports from across the state. With our award-winning sports reporters Chip Souza from the Hog Sports Network and Eric Taylor from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Goliath has gone down in Arkansas high school football. This is the Eye on Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network, and I'm joined as always by my main man, Eric Taylor with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. E.T. Bryant ain't got that winning streak going anymore. Hey, it, it, the, the funny part about that, and like I said last week, that, that I told a guy, I sent Mike Harley over there, uh, one of our new guys, and I told him, I said, it's going to be a good game. I said, don't be surprised if Park you win. I didn't expect Park you to win, but it wouldn't shock me. If they won, uh, but they went over there and handled business, man, in, in a, an atmosphere that was almost like a state title game type feel, uh, a packed house, and it's just a great game from what I can tell. Man, you know, E.T., it was uh, – you and I talked about this on the podcast, you know, last mm-hmm. week and how – uh, you know, uh, Brad Bowling's done such a great job at Parkview in a very short amount of time, right, you know, getting right. that program, uh, not just, you know, one one big factor for Parkview was they, you know, they are one of the largest 5A schools. So they've got a lot of athletes to choose from, but it took the right guy coming in there mm-hmm. to get that program and get all the buy-in for right. it. And he did it so quickly and I, re- you know, I remember, you know, last year I've been at War Memorial when they played Shallow Christian and looking out there, and I'm like, okay, their dudes look a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> man, they look a lot different over there on that sideline. Exactly, man. The thing about it, this last three, the years, last three years, man. I mean, he is. There's been a progression, you know. And talking about in 20, they they got to the second round, I believe, one eight nine games, and then. Uh, 21, uh, they got to the semis and, and and gave Greenwood a month, run for that money. I think lost by 10 or so. And then, of course, last year they broke through with the state title. But, you know, when he got on campus, uh, he changed that that mindset, that culture almost immediately. Uh, he had success in Northern Rock, and as soon as he got to Parkview, the buy-in started thin. Now, it took maybe a year or two for them to really get going to get what he wanted to get. But, I mean, right now – He's got those guys locked in, man. And everyone over there from, from him down to the trainers, to the administration, uh, they, they, they've bought into what he, he he sold over there, and it's working, man, literally. Well, it is, and E.T., that's what it takes, man. You, you've got to have that alignment from top, you know, from top to bottom. Everybody's got to be in alignment. Everybody's got to be in lockstep. you got to have, you know, good parental support, um, or they're going to, you know, if parents are not supporting you 100 percent you're gonna you know they're gonna get a lot of talk in their ear uh, and that kind of thing and it's it's been really it's been really remarkable to see you know what they've been able to do there because they've got tremendous athletes at Parkview and 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 et what this does the better the better the little rock schools are the better the Razorbacks can be because that's what they've been missing man they've been missing those good little rock athletes for a while Exactly. And Parkview has a lot of them, man. If you think they about do. the last few years, they've been getting a lot of guys going the D1 route. You know, old Miss has come in and swooped a few up. Um, Arkansas got a few a few years ago. I don't know if they're still there or not. Uh, Landon Rogers and uh, Aaron Owsley, guys like that. So they they are feeding those D1 guys out from Parkview, man. And, they, and they're coming in ways. And this year is no different. They've got a, a whole a whole slew of them, man. And Richard Davenport uh, knows a lot about that. But those guys over that way, man. Well, so coming into the game, uh, Bryant, you know, they were they were the, the monster coming in. They had won 54 straight games um, against teams in, in this state and 20, 24 games overall, five-time, you know, in a row, state champions class 7A. Um, had a coaching change there, uh, but James gone over to Conway. 
um, quad and, and quad came in and, and, and hadn't missed a beat. Uh, but you know, it came down to this game came down to a big special teams play by part view. Uh, what, what a huge, huge play by Jermaine Petty. They, they, you know, after Bryant had, had uh, come back and, and had gotten back into the game and scored a touchdown, they kick off after that touchdown, Pometti housed it, Petty housed it, uh, from 85 yards and that, and that was right before halftime. So mm-hmm. that gave, you know, gave uh, part view the momentum and they were able to hold on there at the end and win, you know, 28, 27 in, in ET. Like you said, it was like a state championship, man. Big plays, man. They, they had a 70 yard touchdown run in that game as well. Uh, they had a 23 yard touchdown run. Part has got speed, man. Speed, speed, speed. They may have more speed, overall team speed than anyone in Arkansas, to be quite honest with you. Uh, man, and that showed Friday, man. That, that, that kickoff return, I, I saw the video and I was like, man, <laughs> you got from, from point A to point B pretty quick, man. <laughs> it, was, it was a no doubter, man. It was a no doubter. So 28 27, Part View takes down Bryant. And, uh, you know, it, it, you knew, we knew at some point it was going to happen. And, uh, and, and, you know, such, so, so happy for those kids from, from, uh, from part view who, uh, man, maybe I, I'm thinking they're there over the sidelines saying, man, it, it's our turn now. <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, and the, you can see the excitement over there, man. And that was really, really good to see, man. And just the support, uh, that their fans uh, came over to Sling County, man, and, and showed that, man, that was a, a heck of an atmosphere, man. And you can't be more happy uh, for Coach Bowden and those guys and what he's been able to do over there. That is awesome. So we had some other big games, too, going on around the state on Saturday. Now, and now E.T., this has been a little bit of quietness here. Not not a lot of people are talking about Fort Smith Southside. There's not a lot of people talking about them. Well, you know what? You might want to start putting a little respect on their name. Man, uh, it, it, <laughs> It goes back from when I talked to Coach Grant at Benville, and he told me, he, he was literally, and was clear as day when he said that, he said, watch out for Fort Smith Southside. He said, a lot of people not talking about them, but they have a lot of talented guys over there. Uh, he, he, he pointed out uh, Amari Tucker in particular, uh, and he said, that's going to be one of the teams to watch, and I'll be, you know, in, in what, three weeks in the season now? They're 3-0, first time they're since 08, 09, something like that. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, they're off to the best start since 2013. So it's okay. been 10 years since they started a season three and oh, and you know, they went to win Friday night. Now, if you, if you follow high school football much and you, you probably might not remember this, but last year win beat them 72 to 44. Yeah. They put up 70 plus man. <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. So this year seven. So now the South side defense had gotten kind of knocked around a little bit when they played North side, but they've kind of tightened things up a little bit. Uh, you know, my guy, Lucia Selman over there, got, got the defensive line uh, lined up and, and playing, you know, playing straight. And uh, so a big win again, Amari Tucker, a guy who you mentioned three touchdowns in that game. And uh, if, and now, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. He's the kid who missed all of last season, right? Amari Tucker. Is that the kid who missed it? Or was it, Isaac Gregory, one of one of the running backs, missed most of the season last year with an injury, but now they're both back, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a thunder and lightning thing, you know, for Southside, and they're running the ball well. And uh, I had Coach Nambrin; he was at our our high school, uh, the uh, Art, the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon last week, and so I got a chance to talk to him, and I said, you know, you guys kind of have that two headed monster. He goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Our quarterback can run that football too. Right. I said, "What well, y'all running the bone over there? What are you doing? You know? And, and he said, no, we got, we've got a quarterback who's got good wheels and, and we're able to use him. So, you know, you've got not one or two guys, you got three guys in that backfield that you got to, that you got to count for, you know, in that run game, every snap. And, and, uh, uh, I'm so happy for Southside. And, and because when, you know, I, I told coach Dammer, I said, man, Southside is supposed to be good. 
Right. They are supposed to be a factor in the yep. 7A West mm -hmm. all the time. And when they are, it makes the conference a whole lot better. Yep. You know, and, and, uh, uh, Southside has those tough, you know, rough, tough kids and, 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 you know, and, and they, you know, when they're good, it makes everybody better. You know, and, and, and like you said, not just the West, man, the, the entire, you know, seven day in general, when Fort Smith Southside, it's kind of like when, when the Little Rock schools are good as well. Yes. It, it yes. makes football that much better in Arkansas. But when Southside's good, you know, it, it makes a whole lot, 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 lot click, you know, especially in, in that West. And, and it makes a factor a difference in the state across all the way. Exactly. Exactly. So big win for Southside. They moved to three and oh, got an off week this week, open week before they go into conference play. Um, also staying in the conference, both Rogers and Fayetteville moved to three and oh in the seven A West eight in their final non-conference game. Fayetteville is off to its best start in about seven years. E and man, uh Drake Lindsay is lighting it up. Minnesota's getting a good one. I I tell you that, man. And what Fayetteville is doing is not really surprising. Uh that they, they are, you know, three and oh right now, but the way they're doing it, I mean, they they're they're beating people down. I mean, literally. And that guy's uh, he's on one right now, uh, yeah. and it's, it's really amazing to see what he's able to do in that offense with, with Coach Dickens doing things of that nature. Um, but those guys, you know, them and Rodgers, you know, I think they play in a few weeks, I believe. Uh, I don't know if coming off the bye, but I think they, they play in a few weeks. Um, I think it was a barn burner last year. But those two teams, again, are going to be a factor in the West with, with Benville and, and, you know, Southside from where it's looking right now. They are. And uh, Rodgers, of course, I just said they moved to 3-0. They beat Farmington. Got to keep in mind, too, this is a Farmington Farmington team that lost his quarterback, Cameron Van Zandt, for the second year in a row. He was knocked out in the first game of the season. Um, it's been tough for Farmington to overcome that. Uh, it's, you know, and it didn't help that they played a pretty tough non-conference schedule. Rodgers, you know, when you when you scheduled that game a couple of years ago, you looked at it like, well, you know, Rodgers hasn't been very good. We're, you know, that's a chance to beat a 7A team. That ain't the case. Right, right. <laughs> no, no longer. <laughs> like, you know, Rogers, I think Rogers brought quite a few kids back from last year, 18, 19 kids back, man. That's that's, that's huge, especially in, in 7 8. It's probably more experience back than anyone else in 7 8, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, they're, and, they're, and they're clicking, man. They are. They are clicking. Uh, big game, too, for their quarterback. Rogers quarterback, Dane Williams, had three touchdowns in that win. Um, so good for Rogers, Fayetteville. Um, conference as a whole looking good. 7A Central looking good, man. This is going to be a great season for 7A football. It's, it's, I, you know, I know Bryant's won, you know, 67 championships in a row or whatever it is, or maybe <laughs> it's just five, seems like a 67. Uh, but them, Conway, Bentonville, man, this, there's not going to be a cakewalk to the 7A championship. It's going to be uh, three or four weeks of, of of a lot of smash mouth football in 7A playoffs. Whoever wins it are going to have to be, they, they would have earned it, put it like yeah. that, literally. Exactly. Also, a couple of, a couple other notes, uh, CAC quarterback Grayson Wilson at Arkansas commit. He, he, he was, he was lighted up Friday night. Man, and, and, and that atmosphere, and, and I don't know if you saw in the video or anything like that, but that they they re, re uh, renovated the the uh, Mustang Mountain, the stadium there, and uh, just the atmosphere alone was just amazing to watch. And then for for him to put on the show that he put on uh, against a pretty good box site team, man, that, yeah. that was something to watch, man. Literally, fifty to forty five. Wilson six touchdown passes in that one. Uh, you got the game winner with about a little little over two minutes to go, fifty to forty five. And uh looks like Arkansas is getting a guy who can uh who, who can put that ball in the air. Uh, and, and so that he, he's a multi-sport guy as well. He's a very, very good basketball player, uh and a, and a baseball player as well, man. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he's the real deal, trust me. You hear that, parents? Don't let your kids just specialize in one sport. Let them do it all, man. That's that's <laughs> what that's what Coach Pittman needs is athletes, athletes, not just football players. He needs athletes, you know, who can who can play. So good for them. Uh 
how about our boy Bo Williams over at Shiloh again, ET? He oh, didn't man. have four hundred, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he only played about a half. Two hundred twenty-seven yards, sixteen uh, carries, five TDs. Shallow Christian wins sixty-seven twenty-two against Victory Christian at Tulsa. Uh, if you are keeping track, uh, if you got a calculator with you, if you're keeping track, that's over six hundred yards in two games. Uh, Bo knows a little bit about running that football, Et. Just a little bit, man. Just a little bit, man. He, he he's on on another another spectrum right now, man. And and I think after the the, the game against Christian, man, he said, you know, once he gets in his zone, he, he really feel like he can't be stopped, man. And right now, you know, he, that's holding true. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do coming up, but uh, these past couple weeks, man, he he's been the man, and, and no one's been able to do anything about it. I've gone blank, ET. I can't remember who sings the song, but I'm I'm on another level. I'm on another level. That's where Bo is. I'm on another level right now. (laughs) Literally, man. The guy's been amazing, man. Literally. Yeah, man. So, uh, and then also, like we talked about last week, ET, some of the conferences have already gotten underway. They got underway last week, the 6A West, 6A, uh, I think, East, Central. I can't keep up with everybody. Uh, But anyway, some of those uh, conferences have gotten underway and so have some of the 5As and 4As. So uh, for uh, all the, you know, all the other conferences, this is the final week of, of non-conference play. And then, uh, and a lot of teams will be off this week. So the schedule's a little bit light this week. And then next week, conference play for everybody, everybody. begins. And that's when the fun's really going to start. And we're going to yeah. see, uh, you know, how teams, you know, how teams kind of maneuver around. One other game I wanted to mention too, E, was uh, uh, Camden Fairview at, at Boonville. It was a pretty good game. Boonville had a couple of guys out with an injury, but uh, Fairview got a good bounce back win. Uh, going on the road to win at Boonville, which is never an easy thing to do, getting a win down there. So a big win for Fairview on that one. Never so easy. Absolutely. So we're <laughs> going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Richard Davenport. He'll give us a little bit of recruiting information and what's going on on the Hill as far as uh, recruits are concerned. I'm Chip Susan. We'll be right back after this break, and we'll have Richard Davenport with us. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And we are back with the Eye on Preps podcast. We are in the middle segment where we always have the guru of recruiting our main man, Richard Davenport with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Big Rich, what's happening today? Oh man, it was uh, 61 degrees when I woke up. So uh, uh, life's good, man. Yes, sir, man. They got to bottle that stuff up and keep it, man. I, I, we need this is what we need year round, like this. Well, you got a good uh, good setting there. I don't know where I you do. are. That looks I good. do. I'm I'm on my back deck back here, man. I got it rolling. Got the TV on, and and uh, you know, got my cartoons going on. So, man, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Just ate my big bowl of cereal. Feel like I got to go to school here in a few minutes. Yeah. Cartoons, I like that. Yes, sir. So, Rich, what's happening in the world of recruiting as far as the Hogs are concerned? It's wide open, man. We could talk football, basketball. I saw a thing on – I think it was on on the X, going up the X, 
uh, where Musselman had a had a recruiting in, I think, or or maybe the picture was taken some other time. This yeah. dude looked like he was about seven foot eight. Man, it dude looks huge. Yeah, uh, several of them uh, uh, visited over the weekend. Jalen Shelley, he's a twenty twenty four consensus four star prospect uh, out of uh, Link Academy in Branson, Missouri, six nine one eighty five, who made an official visit. If if you're going to focus on one particular guy, you you always focus on the official visit because things are very very serious when they uh, schools bring in kids for official visits, and official visits is basically when the school pays for everything, you know, unofficial visits, kids uh, pay for everything uh, to get there and, uh, you know, lodging and everything. But uh, anyway, Jalen, this was his second visit to Arkansas. He visited last year about this time for the Missouri State game. Uh, the Missouri State game was uh, when his uh, brother, older brother, was the the, the starting quarterback uh, for Missouri State. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh everything that I've uh, learned, uh, everything went really well. He kind of hinted that uh, Arkansas was in really, really good shape uh, before the uh, visit. So it'd be interesting to see what happens in the near future, see if he may make a decision or, 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 or not. But uh, he, uh, he he's definitely very coveted. Uh, he's visited Louisville. Uh, he's got visits to Ohio State and Colorado uh, planned. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, Arkansas has developed a nice little uh, little connection there with Link Academy and Branson. Richard, it seems like you know that's 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 really paying dividends for them. Yeah, well, I mean, it obviously doesn't hurt that uh, Jordan Walsh uh, came from there and and uh, was a one and done. So uh, you know, th- these high school kids that that they they want to do the same thing. Either if they're not a one and done, they want to go to the NBA in a in a couple of years uh, in their in, into their college career. So. Obviously, Coach Musselman and his staff uh, has a has a strong track record there, and uh, that automatically attracts a lot of kids uh, to to visit Arkansas. Now, Richard, the young man from uh, Little Rock, and I'm going to butcher his name probably. Anwar, is it Botang? Is that how you say it? Ha- ha- am I Honor close? Botang. Honor. Honor okay. Botang. I, I didn't I didn't butcher it too bad. Et, I got I got I got close. <laughs> What I just got to spell it right. I don't got to pronounce it right too often, but anyway, wh- when do we think he'll get, a, there'll be, be a commitment on him and what, how are, how's that recruitment going? Well, obviously made an official visit to Arkansas and, in in uh, uh, during the summer, uh, not too long ago. And, uh, then, uh, he's, he's visiting, uh, uh, Virginia tech and, uh, Indiana coming up should have a decision sometime probably early October at least that's uh, that's what what I'm hearing so uh you know that that's they they play close to the vest I mean as far yeah. as his family and and honor so uh it's going to be interesting it will be um Richard has there been much talk I don't know if, if there has been and my ears not really to the to the road like it probably needs to be on this one um with uh, with Isaac Seeley of Springdale's there been any talk is Arkansas talk talking to him at all or is he um, oh yeah definitely definitely okay. I mean he, he's got an offer from Arkansas okay uh and uh, uh he there, there there's still communication I mean he's obviously in the in 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 their backyard. So yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him back on campus uh, fairly soon. I had a chance last year to see both of those. uh, In fact, go at it, go head to head at it um, in the six, a state basketball tournament over at Rogers. And uh, you know, both of the, both of those dudes, man, they got, they got a lot of upside and, and uh, good length on them. 
good athletic, uh, you know, good athletic kids. And uh, the boy, those would be two good gets from us right there without a question if, if they can get commitments from both of those. Um, Richard, also, they had their first on-campus uh, football game Saturday. Um, had a few uh, recruits in. Would you get any any kind of pulse or anything from any of the recruits uh, that were in this past weekend for the Kent State game? Uh, it, it was it was mostly uh, guys that were already committed to them. And, and one notable kid, Antonio Jordan, uh, from uh, – from Warren, a 2025 uh, receiver, six four, six five, about two ten, two fifteen. I want to tell you, I, I I saw him on the sideline. He may be one of the best high school receivers I, from a physical standpoint that I've seen in, in a, quite some time. He looked like a tight end. I mean, a, a guy. Uh, he he passed the eye test. Uh, Obviously, he's already got an offer from Arkansas, Florida State, several others. But uh, and he, you know, the one thing you, you notice with Warren kids, that they keep things pretty quiet about their recruiting, and uh, and and he he's similar to to to, to the rest of them. But uh, man, from just passing the eye test, that guy is. I think he's a legitimate six five. And he just, uh, he, I, I was kind of blown away just because I would, usually when you see a guy about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, as a receiver, they're about 180, 190, kind of thin. And he's filled out. And uh, he, again, he looks like a tight end. Good curb appeal. Uh, Richard, I did a story this past week for Hogs Illustrated on uh on uh, Andrew Armstrong. And of course he was a kid. Uh, he's, he's having a good season for Arkansas's receiver. It's a transfer portal guy, but anyway, coming out of high school, very small high school, private high school in Texas out of Bishop Dunn. Uh, but he, I think he, he was like six, four, one sixty, you know, yeah. And, you know, and so that probably made a lot of D1 schools not want to take a look at him. But uh, I've been telling everybody what a great story this kid is. Um, you know, came, he was in the 2019 class. You know, my, he's, this guy's like, you know, he's like as old as some of the coaches, you know, you know, seems like for Arkansas, but, but that's an example of a kid who stayed the course, hung with it, developed a late bloomer for sure, you know, kind of a guy and, and stuck with it. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, I love stories like that of kids who, who, uh, uh, it, it's not handed to them, not, you know, coming out of high school, they had to work for it, had to kind of wait for it. And man, I, I love that. And if there is ever a, 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 a portal success story, this guy looks like he's shaping into being one. Yeah, and and I know in talking to him, I, I know that you were just very impressed with him. He's just a oh, really yeah. good kid, very appreciative of his opportunities. And, uh, hey, I, I, you know, you're talking about portal guys. Tesla was not very oh, highly yeah. recruited. He was yeah. a quarterback uh, in high school, and he had to go to D2 to, to, uh, to develop as a receiver. And, obviously, we're seeing the benefits there, but uh, – yeah, Armstrong, just a great kid and, and just was always fun to deal with during the recruiting process. And, and if there's if there's a guy on that team that appreciates being a Razorback more than him, I'd like to see him. Yeah. You know, for people who don't know uh, that that uh, Armstrong went to Texas A&M Commerce, and if you've never been to Commerce, Texas, if you can imagine putting <clears throat> a four-year college in Prairie Grove, <laughs> that's, that's about what it is like. So this is a kid that went from Dallas – you know, to a little bitty tiny town and he, and you know, where they have a, you know, a little small football program and he did well. And, um, I, you know, I, 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 I don't privately cheer for kids like that. I openly, you know, cheer for kids like that. And, and, uh, uh again, just a great success story out of, out of the portal and, uh, yeah, keep them rolling, man. Keep them coming in, keep them coming in. 
So that'll take care of this segment uh, on recruiting with our guy, Richard Davenport. And Richard, we can read more about recruiting in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, also on wholehogsports.com. And Richard, if it moves it, if it moves and it can sign a letter of intent, Richard will have uh, news about it. So you will not want to miss that. He is always on top of it. Rich, as always, man, we appreciate you being on with us. We'll see you, Chip. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you, sir. And we'll take another break right here, and we will come back. We'll be joined again by E.T., and we'll talk about this week's games as we continue to move forward toward the start of conference play all across the state. We'll be right back. Get the latest breaking news on all Arkansas Razorback sports at wholehogsports.com. Our award-winning reporters and photographers go beyond game recaps to bring our subscribers the most trusted Razorbacks news anywhere. With expert analysis, the latest in recruiting, plus unique and compelling stories of your favorite teams. Subscribe today at wholehogsports.com. And we are back with the Eye on Preps podcast. E.T., as always, another great segment there with with, uh, Richard Davenport. Man, if it is about recruiting, that dude is all over it. It's nothing that he doesn't know when it comes to recruiting, man. <laughs> and it's all sports, man. It ain't just oh, one. I'm like, I don't I don't even know what day of the week it is without my iPhone. I got to look at my iPhone, see what day of the week it is. And Rich is like, oh, he knows, man, this dude, that dude, this girl, that guy, you know, whatever. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. You can keep up with that. I'm, I'm, I, I don't got that kind of, you know, brain, brain power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and, and my wife would agree with that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that bar ain't real high. Uh, all right. So, ET, we're going to talk about uh, some games this week. Now, again, like we mentioned in the first segment, the, the schedule is a little bit lighter um, mm-hmm. this week as teams are kind of, a lot of schools are kind of taking this week as their rest up week, their bye week built mm-hmm. in because uh, when they changed it, uh, things a few years ago for the better in Arkansas, giving teams an open week in there. Um, of course, that open week can only come during the first four weeks of the season. And then once conference play, there's no open weeks unless a team you know can't field enough players which sometimes happens in two way uh but this is this is the week that a lot of teams take to kind of take the week off and and uh, get their bumps and bruises healed up and that kind of thing before they start conference play so a little bit of a lighter schedule but that doesn't mean that there are not some good games and we're going to start at the top in the 6a east et this one is going to be a great game little rock catholic at benton I mean, th- these two were the, the the top two in the in the East in the preseason uh, poll, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and so, the winner of this one will definitely, I think, have the inside track to to that six eight East title. Now, of course, uh, you still got a a really good Marion team over there, and you still got a pretty good West Memphis team, and got you know guys like that. Uh, but this game right here, man, I, I I can pretty much tell you that both these teams probably have this one circle uh, on, on the calendar. Uh, it, was, it was a, it was a great game. Uh, Last year it was close until Catholic kind of pulled away, I believe, and then Benton won the year before, and in a blowout fashion, there was another close one in twenty, man. So this one's gonna 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 carry a whole lot of weight, man. As to say who who comes out on top in that East. Now, E, I haven't haven't checked on it uh, since the since the Salt Bowl. How is uh, Braylon Russell's health uh, for the the Benton the Benton uh, running back that's committed to Arkansas? See, now Bray, I don't Braylon. I don't believe played uh, last weekend when they when they played uh, Silver Hills uh, and Benton. You know, they still didn't have much trouble with that one. Uh, I'm not sure what his availability would be for for this one. I, I tell you this: if he does play, it'll, it'll give them a boost <laughs> for swing, sure. Yeah, swings uh, that, so swings not, that pendulum. Yeah, and, boy, and way right. to the side. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure. Um, you know, if he's going to play or not. Uh, but, you know, again, if he doesn't, you know, it's not going to hurt Catholic's feelings one bit. <laughs> They're going to come out and, uh, you know, be be a little bit more amped up, man. But, but like, again, he out uh, last Friday night, and I think Ben was missing another guy as well. 
uh, you know, they still came out and and were, were clicking in, in that game against a pretty decent Silver Hills team, man. So uh, even without Russell, Ben still has a whole lot over there. Coach Harris does a great job with those guys, man. And he'll have them ready to play regardless of, of if Brady's playing or not. Uh, but in, in any, you know, any event, man, it, it'll be a big game. It'll be a good game regardless. I'm always going to be a Brad Harris fan. He was the head coach at Lincoln for a while, and he took yeah. a program that was – Ooh, if it wasn't the worst in Arkansas, man, it was, it was, it was, it was down there and down there with it. And, uh, he was, yeah, he was able to take that and, and turn them into a, a really good, a really good program in a short time. And, um, he, he was able to, to go to Benton at first, uh, not as the head football coach, but as a, I think the D, DC or OC at Benton, um, and then, uh, made, uh, the coach that was there, E, I can't remember the name, went, went into an admin role and, mm-hmm. and, uh, coach Harris took over as head coach and done great. Um, his son, uh, is his son, uh, Drew is also coaching somewhere. I don't, it, I, he may be at Benton with his dad. I'm, I can't remember. I, I'm not sure. Drew may be there. I'm not, I'm not sure. I want to say he is, but don't, no, don't quote me on that, of course, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Coach Harris, does, I mean, as, as my guy, does a great job. I took over Scott Nethery when, when he was at Ben and there uh, you go. he's the eighty uh, the now. But uh, next, he he's done a, a tremendous job, man, and, and they love that guy over there. Um, you know, I, I, I love Coach Matt. That's, that's my guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Also, want to mention too, uh, Catholic. We mentioned Parkview moving down from <clears throat> from six A to five A has been a, a beneficial thing for them. Uh, a little Rock Catholic, same thing. Uh, when the equity factor came in and Catholic, which had struggled, you know, in seven A. But props to them, E, for staying in seven A for a long time, even though their right. uh, their enrollment definitely was not to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've they've uh, made the wise decision, the smart decision to come down to the class that they needed to be in. They need to be in um, in six A. And man, last year they 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 really took advantage of that and and uh looks like they're going to do that again and and uh and that's what you want man you right. you want to have success for your kids and put them in position to be successful now that's what catholic has done and and good for them right Fogelman, again has done a great job with that that team i saw them uh week zero against north little rock man and they, they've got some athletes man they were really good last year i think they came up short in the semis i think against pa if i'm not mistaken uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Catholic will be a factor again this year, man. They they've got some guys over there that can play ball, literally. You know, from, that is great. That is great. Defense, man. Next up on the list, we got Boonville at Harding Academy. Now, the, Boonville's mentality. I love Doc Crowley. Um, he is, of course, a Charleston a Charleston kid and did well at Charleston. Now he's the the head football coach at Benton uh, Boonville. But uh, man, their mentality is any team, any time, any place. They don't care. They don't care. They ain't scared, ET. They ain't scared <laughs> to play anybody. Right. And uh, and Harding uh, is proof of that. I think I think a couple of years ago, man, they uh, they loaded up the Yellow Dogs and drove down to Texas and played a team down in East Texas, Timpson, and they they got mm-hmm. they got beat. But it was like, hey you man, know, we we just play, man. We roll yeah. up and play. I remember that game, and they were throwing haymakers, man, in that game. They were yeah. going back and forth for a while, man. Until uh, I think Templeton, a Temple, I think Timpson. Tem- Tem- Timpson, uh, yeah, Timpson yeah. in the in the pulling away, man. But like like you said, Boonville's not afraid of anybody. You no, know? and they're playing this Harding team, which again will be a factor in four A. I think Harding has got got the best of them the last three times they face each other, man. But Boonville's not gonna be afraid, that's for sure. They will not. They will not. And Boonville's mentality and under Doc Crowley is, you know, these games prepare them for the playoffs coming up. Um, you know, later down the road and it's, you know, Boonville knows they're going to make a deep playoff run every year. I mean, that is just what they're going to do. And they know that, you know, lining up and playing these tough teams like Harding and going on the road to Texas, playing a team like Temps, prepare them for that. And that way, no matter what comes in the playoffs, their team say, we, we've been there, man. We know, we know what we need to do here. You know, we know, and uh, I admire that, man. I, I, I greatly admire that. 
Um, so that's a big game. Last year, Harding, he, Harding took it to them last year. And, mm-hmm. uh, now, you know, Boonville again, it was kind of Dax golf and, and his, you know, his band of brothers, but this year they got Rylan Ray back and he, he seems to be getting better, a little bit stronger every week with that knee. Um, and, uh, it was a you know, big test for them last week, man, taking on, taking, mm-hmm. taking on a good Camden <laughs> Fairview team, a good team with good athletes. And it was, mm-hmm. I think 30, 22, I think was the final. Right. And I have no doubt, you know, they'll hang in there with Harding and, uh, you know, who knows, man, who, who knows? I will tell you what, man, they won't, they get off that bus ready to play and it should be a good one. And Harding is very, very good. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so another, another game, uh, that's I circle this on the calendar. And I don't know how good it's going to be because, because North little rocks kind of struggled a little bit this year, but North little rock is North little rock and they certainly have good athletes. They will be, be taken on part view at war Memorial this week. Now the key here is can part view avoid a hangover after such a big win against Bryant? You know, with, with these two teams, like I said, North Little Rock, you know, appears to be a down just a bit. And again, this, they're still North Little Rock, though, so they still have some good players over there. Uh, and I, to be quite honest, North Little Rock was one of the two teams that actually beat Parkview last year when they yes. played. Uh, North Little Rock beat them in overtime, and that one in, in a great game as well. So, you know, and, and like you mentioned, with, with, is, is Parkview going to have that that weak hangover uh, from 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 the big Bryant win? <clears throat> and when last year um, – Brian, when Brian beat Parkview, you know, they came back and, and played North Little Rock and North Little Rock got, got the best of them in that one. But, you know, and, you know, with, with this Parkview team, you know, it, it can go two, either two, way, two ways. You know, either you're going to be be a little down, let down from, from last week, or you're going to still be sky high and you're going to go in and want to beat down another one of your rivals. Yeah, you know? yeah. So this that, is... that's, that's the intrigue with that one. It's going to be interesting with what with, with, with transpires. Well, I have no doubt Coach Bolding will have his – he'll have his uh, guys lined up right and tight. I have no doubt about that. Right, right. Um, and then the other game yeah. I was going to mention, this has been kind of a – this is kind of a fun little non-conference game they play. Seems like I guess they play every year. Um, Bentonville will be hosting Kansas City Rockhurst. And and uh, there was a time when Bentonville had a really hard time finding non-conference opponents in-state mm-hmm. because there's so few 7A teams and nobody – from 6A really wanted to play them, you know, it was understandable, you know, that kind of thing. So they kind of started this little uh, thing, a home and home with KC Rockhurst. It's mm-hmm. been a good little, good little non-conference rivalry and uh, Rockhurst always well coached and, and uh, they, they send some dudes, man, D1. They, they got <laughs> a lot of guys who go to Mizzou and, and Kansas and K-State, stuff like that. So uh, this will be another a good little game, I would imagine. I, I was looking back at, at kind of like the history with these two teams playing. And, you know, Ben, I think Benville's won the last two or three or whatnot, but Rockhurst, Rockhurst has always been one of those, those schools in Missouri that, that has plenty of tradition, man. And like you said, when they, when they play Benville, Rockhurst, Rockhurst looks the part, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know they 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 have some ups and downs, but you know it's still Rockhurst, Missouri, and and you know like you said, this has been a pretty good little little rivalry they've had. You know the past I don't know 10, 11 times they faced each other. I guess or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I, I expect this year to 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 be another good one uh, between the two. It will be, and uh, so that is what I've got on our schedule this week as far as big games. There are, of course, other games going on around the state, and if you are living in a town that has a good game on Friday night, get off that couch and go to a game (laughs) and watch these kids play. We're going to have better weather this week, man. E.T., I'm not saying – I'm not jinxing us. I'm just saying it feels good today. It feels good today. I'm hoping it feels good. Oh, uh, for about the next month and a half. <laughs> let's hope it does, man. Let's, let's hope it does. Man. Not knock on some wood somewhere. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it, man. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything about temperature. I'm just saying, 
Hey, man, I'm like James Brown. It feels good. It okay. feels good. There you go. <laughs> it feels good. Uh, but anyway, some good games again everywhere around the state this week. So get out there, man, and uh, and get out there and catch some games. Go see these these guys play. Uh, get you some good stadium a hamburger or chill. Frito, frito pie weather coming in now. So you get a little bit of weather getting real nice, man. Got that Frito man. pie weather coming on. <laughs> uh, so so you got to get out there and get you some of that and uh, catch some of these high school kids and because uh, uh, there's some really good, really good players really good athletes, really good teams in this state. And, uh, man, go out there and support them. Go out there and watch them play. Um, so that will wrap up this edition of the I Own Preps podcast. And, E.T., man, as always, I'm so happy to have Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette with me on this. That's my guy. And uh, when I agreed to do this podcast, I said I'll do it under one condition if E.T. will do it with me. And, uh, <laughs> man, I'm just so happy he's on here with me every week. So, E.T., thank you for that. And uh, also, Richard Davenport has uh, you know comes on with us and gives us that that recruiting knowledge that that uh, only uh, RD can throw on us. So we appreciate that. Now we also want to let all of our listeners know that we also have another lineup of podcasts through the Hog Sports Network. We have a podcast uh, that drops every day. Uh, of course, this the Ion Preps podcast drops on Mondays, on Tuesdays, and Thursdays. We have the Whole Hog Football podcast uh, that Matt Jones and Scotty Borderland host that bring you uh, recaps and previews of the Arkansas football game for that week. Also, want to mention on Fridays, uh, our, my, my my man uh, Ethan Westerman is doing such a great job with his Game Changers podcast that's giving uh, 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 women's athletes at the University of Arkansas uh, their their programs, showing uh, uh, throwing light, putting light on their on their programs and their athletes. And that's a podcast that you'll want to catch on Fridays. And then on Wednesdays, we'll have another one this week. And on Wednesdays that we have the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club Luncheon. We always bring you a podcast. We'll talk to the the uh, prep athletes and teams that are honored uh, that week for that luncheon, as well as having uh, the Q&A with the guest speaker, who this week is the doctor of football, Fitz Hill, is coming in to be the speaker. So you'll want to catch that podcast on Wednesday and hear what Dr. Fitz Hill has to say. So for Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, for Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network. Thanks for listening to this Eye on Preps podcast. Get out to a game this week and maybe we'll see you. The proceeding has been a production of the Hog Sports Network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage, go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media.